Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of A Better Father. It's 10 p.m. on January 1st, 2019, and in a very awkward way, I am sitting in my car at the local AMC movie theater because uh, my awkward living situation and I didn't want to call attention to my um, doing this since it's still something I think is mostly under wraps, pretty much under wraps, unknown. So uh, my apologies for any uh, background noise, squiggling around, anything you hear. Hopefully I'll do my best not to make it too obnoxious. Um, but I did want to get my podcast out. I have been on a roll lately with my writing, with my podcasting. Um, exercise has been hit or miss, but it's the holidays and we've been traveling and stuff. And I actually could be doing a better job with that. But um, everything else, I've been kind of hitting on all cylinders. And we are going out of town tomorrow for till Sunday. And I didn't think I would get the opportunity to do one then. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I won't get an opportunity to do one then. So yeah, so this is where I'm at. And this is um, why I'm doing this in a parking lot. But um, what I was writing about earlier and what I kind of wanted, what I was focusing on last night too for myself and what I wanted to talk about tonight um, is the anti-resolution podcast because I do not believe in resolutions. Um, I get the start point and the end point of something and ending a year and starting year seems like a good starting point or starting time to do something like that or put together a list or a new focus or a promise to yourself or whatever but a quick google search turned up that only what was it eight percent of resolutions are stuck to and it's kind of like I don't know, cliched wisdom, I guess, that uh, old wives' tales that cliche, or, uh, that resolutions don't work or last, but it's true. And then I saw like a breakdown of like 35% say they overdo it. Some say they need more help doing it, that it only lasts a month, six months, whatever. So there's a bunch of breakdowns to get to 8% of people actually do their resolutions. So for those 8%, that's pretty good. But as a whole, I don't think it's that good of a thing that we do. Um, but maybe taking the time to reflect a little bit or reassess things a little bit could make sense. Um, based off what um, my daughter's mother said is that after the holidays, she wanted to get a divorce and the holidays end in 2019 from when she told me that. So I guess that's a significant thing that may be happening soon. Um, but I just wanted to take the time to kind of say like, Everything I've been doing is happening because of things in my life that caused me to pick up and and do something more, something different, something that wasn't working for where I was at. And I could have either got sucked into a hole or I could have found a way to pull myself up. And I, it sounds so cliched weird to even say it like that because it hasn't been easy and it's been help with friends. It's been help through therapy. Uh, the writing and things that I have personally done kind of on my own to do that, but none of which would have happened if it weren't for the people in my life. So I didn't fully mean that the way it sounded, but, and I very much acknowledge the important people in my life that have helped me get here and helped me stay on track. And not the least of which without in a weird pressury way, my daughter being a motivation and source of inspiration to do better and be better in a way i clichedly never anticipated and I'll try not to talk about cliches anymore but I'm kind of big on that sense um, <laughs> my life has become a horrible cliche in some ways so 
the writing, the, um, the working out, the to-do list, and putting these things together, listening to these, that's actually a good thing I could mention is um, I went from a lot of entertainment distracting podcasts just to have noise in my ear to more purposeful podcasts to podcasts where even where they do interviews. Like there's a, I will, I'll put together a, ah, see, I hate saying that, but I'll, I'll put together like things I have been using recently to help me move, keep moving forward. And one of them is um, the hilarious world of depression where this guy talks to these people that stand-up comedians has been a lot of the people he's talked to I've seen so far, but usually people in the entertainment industry so far, I haven't listened to all of his episodes, but that seems to be a theme and, and just how they deal with it in their lives and how they use it in certain ways and how they don't use it in other ways and how it's hindered them and how they have to fight against it every day and medications that are on and just all of these things that they use to help get them forward. But instead of listening to, I still listen to two, two, maybe three comic book podcasts, like when I can or when they come out because they're like weekly ones and they're an hour-ish usually um, because I enjoy comics. But I have been more purposeful with like my Sam, like my Sam Harris, the Sam Harris podcast. Um, I just downloaded his app. He has a free month trial, I think, for most people. I don't know if it was just a random email, but... Um, so just being more purposeful in the things I do and finding more of that focus and not just trying to entertain myself but improve myself. And and that's why I don't like resolutions because I don't need or want the start of a 2018 and a 2019 to be like, now is the time where I'm going to do it. If I'm not doing it when it needs to be done or I keep pushing it off or holding off or waiting for a special magical moment to do it, and chances are either A, don't want to do it, or B, I'm not going to do it. Um, I used to listen to this podcast from Rich Roll, which I just, his podcast wasn't the right fit for me, but he has a lot of good people he talks to and a lot of good tips and tricks that he had in there. Just overall, it wasn't for me. He's actually the guy who got me to go vegan and um, helped motivate me to run an ultra marathon. So he's done many great things in my life. His podcast is just not for me. But, um, he talks about like people who write him and want to know what shoes he wears, what running watch he uses, what shorts he uses. And he's just like, it's just excuses and things that people are using to say, if I get the right watch, if I get the right shoes, if I get the right shorts, if I wear the right headband, then I'll be able to run like you, or then I'll be able to get myself motivated, or then I'll get up off the couch. I just, I just need those right things to do it. Then I'll do it. And then they get the right things. And if it's not something that's happening internally, the external is not going to help. I've gone through many different pair of shoes in my life and run a few different races. And I finally, I now have a pair that I really like, but I had a pair I really liked before. They got discontinued, so I had to find a new pair. But I was running regardless of when I was trying to find a better pair of shoes. And I ran in some really crappy shoes for me or shoes that just didn't work for me because it wasn't about the shoes, it was about the running. And now that I have a pair of shoes I really like, I am holding to them like the North Star, But so that has helped. But it, even in bad shoe times, I was running. And I used a Nike running watch, and then I went to a Garmin running watch, and I like my Garmin. I tried a Fitbit for a minute, but during all of those things, I was running. So I wasn't waiting for the right watch to get me running. I was waiting for the watch I liked best while I was running. And I think that's a significant difference to pay attention to. So I could have waited for a magical moment or a magical time or a magical inspiration to say, okay, well, 
my life is crap and whatever, but I'm going to start in the new year. I'm going to get back on that horse in the new year. No, I did what I needed to do when I needed to do it because it's what I needed to do when I needed to do it. And I didn't know how to make a podcast and I didn't, but I really wanted to. And then Anchor came along and made it very simple for me, which is amazing. But I'm still using this $20 Samsung microphone that clips to the top of my computer. And and that seems to be working just fine for me right now. And I can get a better microphone. I can get maybe better software. I'm using GarageBand, so I don't know how much better, but who knows? Or I could edit it better. There's all these things I could do and all these hurdles I could use to get over whatever block I put in my brain, but it's not about that. It's about doing it because it's what I want to do. And sitting in a parking lot at 1013 PM, which is really weird, but I just don't feel comfortable doing this right now in the house um, that I currently live in. So I'm doing what I have to do, want to do to get this podcast out before Tuesday ends because it means that much to me. And I really wish I had done it last night, but I just kind of honestly spaced on it because life and there was a lot in my head and I wasn't focused. I didn't write it down. I didn't make it a priority. And so I didn't get it out on time. And now it's important enough to me to stop playing video games with my friend and talking to him to come out here and do this because it means a lot for me to do this. It means a lot that I have been consistent with it for so many weeks now. It means a lot to me that I'm on episode 28. It means a lot to me that I'm pushing towards 50. So all of these are internal things and I'm not waiting for the external moment or time to do it. And it feels really good. And I don't think any resolution is going to improve on anything I'm currently doing right now. There's no resolution that's going to be like, okay, now I'm going to put this in play. Anything I'm doing are changes happening based off what I've been doing. So I am kind of anti-resolution as uh, I have more than pointed out so far. But with all of that said, one of the things I did want to touch on today too is where I'm at right now because we're going into the new year. Um, so I look at I look at all the changes I've been making for a lot, like I look at what I've done the last few months with the podcast, with my writing, with therapy, with my daughter, with how I react to people and everything. And it's like, wow, look at all I've done over the last few months. But it's really look at all I've done over the last 43 years. It's everything I've read, everything I have processed, every friend I've met, every interaction I've had, all of these things were just DNA creating I'm maybe not even creating, waiting for me to kind of step into where I'm at now and keep moving further ahead and being more okay with everything that's happening with me. And when you go through depression or you have depression and you're working with it, it's always, it always feels like a wait and see. Like, it's like, oh, here's a manic moment or I'm up and then I'll be down. And it's really hard to to sometimes like be like, wow, this is okay. But honestly, this feels different than it ever has before because I'm doing things I never have before. And I'm doing so many things outside of myself that I get not outside of myself internally that are being having external outputs, external, I don't know the right word to use there. External ramifications. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, and it's during that, um, the 
Hilarious World of Depression podcast, uh, one of the interviews was with Neil Brennan, one of the guys who, the guy who worked with Chappelle to create the Chappelle show. And he was talking about how he found whatever antidepressant he got on at like 23, 24. And he was just like, his quote was, this is what it feels like to want to dance. Like he just had never, there was just this missing piece in the makeup of his brain that just just he didn't know like it just he didn't have certain feelings or didn't understand certain feelings or somebody be like i want to go dance he'd be like okay i don't get that and so he had this drug that filled in that gap and then he knew what something felt like he never knew before and so i kind of been wondering about that honestly because it's like i feel these things or i don't feel these things or i react or i don't react i'm just like am i not whole is there a piece of me missing that if I took this thing, it would it would cre- create that bridge that then you know connected these two pieces of my brain that just aren't communicating correctly. Totally a side story, but it goes along the path of like as I'm doing these things and I'm feeling these things, and I'm 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 putting the work and time and effort in, and I was getting ready. One of the things I've been doing is like avoid trying my best to avoid self-deprecating humor not talking negatively, not referencing everything with a yeah, but, or whatever it is. And so as I was writing last night and, you know, kind of having a good power writing session, I was getting ready to write. Like I never set goals for myself. I never, I never pushed myself to be better. And I was starting to write that and I was like, oh my God, like, look at everything I've done. I've run ultra marathons. I've run marathons. I've started a podcast. I've written 30 minutes nearly every day for months now um i've started a to-do list and it's just like i set all these goals but it's just this piece of me that's just like nope look at everything you haven't done look at look at how you don't set goals look at it and it's just like oh my gosh like it but it's so weird to to push myself to a point where i can see that and i can acknowledge it and i can say that's not right but it wasn't that long ago that I would have just made myself feel bad or depressed myself or talked down to myself or just like kept a loop going of that sense of failureness. And this is not a good thought because I am trying, you know, to get a job and applying and stuff. But I literally had the thought the other day, like when this is over, if I end up on unemployment or whatever, like I don't want to do that forever. And it sucks because I worked for the number one company in the world for a while and blah, blah, blah. But, but it was just like, okay. Like I was so sad and depressed about what would happen next for me that it was becoming cumbersome and hindering. And now I'm to a point where I'm like, okay, like it'll get figured out. I will get a job. I like, it'll all come together one way or another, as long as I keep doing this. And I might have to accept a job I don't want. I might have to lessen my standards. I might have to do something which sucks, but, but it it's not scary anymore. It's not fear inducing it's not holding me back in any way right now because i'm 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 okay with me and i'm okay with where things are at so this isn't meant to be like a oh look at me kind of thing it's more of a focus on not doing the resolutions and and just doing what needs to be done even if you have to push through it so i would highly recommend writing things down every day 10 minutes five minutes 20 minutes a half hour I know like once this divorce goes through and I'm working and raising a child and being a single dad and blah 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 I probably won't be able to do 30 minutes at a time but I can do 10 minutes at a time no matter what on a lunch break or 
or before I go to bed, if I say it's a priority and I might have to give up even more TV or give up even more reading or whatever it is, it's gonna, I will decide those priorities in that moment. But maybe I'll actually keep this podcast to 20 minutes most of the time. But I see the importance of the routine. I see the importance of putting the words to paper. I see the importance of doing what I'm doing because it's important to me to keep doing what I'm doing. So, and I've seen the benefits of doing it. And I was in a spot to push through and not let the sadness get to me or to see the sadness and say, okay, I need to stop this and let's figure this out. So I'm really happy with where those things are going without resolutions and starting a new year, yes, but I'm not doing anything different. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep modifying it as I modify it. And I'm going to keep using my internal clock, my internal compass, the people around me to keep pushing this forward and moving it out and seeing what comes next for me and how I can make that what comes next for me a good thing, a positive thing, uh, a thing that improves, keeps improving and keeps taking this to the next level. Um, I've already got some ideas in mind for the new year of, <laughs> see, new year, because you can't help but do that. Um, I have some things in mind coming up that are actually based off a friend of mine having a baby, so I'm going to do something with that. I have some other things that I want to start modifying my to-do list. I want to start changing up how I'm using, utilizing the time that I have to do the things that I've been doing. Um, I want to get this podcast dialed in more. I want to blog a little more. So there's all of these things that have nothing to do with the new year per se, but have to do with building and growing on what I've been doing. And so... The point of all that is, I guess, would be to say, don't, I, my recommendation, my thought would be don't set resolutions. Don't, don't put these hard, concrete things on yourself that only 8% of people are going to follow through on anyway, but find little daily changes that you can make that are tied to you, that are tied to you wanting to self-improve, that are tied to something you're trying to create within yourself to better yourself, change yourself, modify something, get better at something, whatever it is. But don't make it tied to a date. Don't make it tied to a year. Don't make it tied to a pressure that's going to falter on you anyway and not last anyway. Find that thing that you want to be good at and and move and use that as your motivation because I, my wanting to write is something I have to work at wanting or not. It's something I have to work at finding the time to do and make sure I'm doing it, but I don't have to work at writing. I just kept myself from writing for a few decades now, but I love writing. I love putting words to paper. I love expressing myself. I love getting those thoughts out. Doing this podcast, I've wanted to do for years now, and I just kept giving myself excuses and reasons not to do it and roadblocks and yeah, buts. And then it was just like, I love doing this so much and it feels so good to do it that I don't have to work at doing it. I just have to sometimes find the time and the place to do it. But it's not hard to to want to do it. I don't have to force myself to do it. I get pleasure out of it. And so that would, would be what I would say use as kind of your guidepost. Uh, one thing, I've always felt running, no matter what you do, is beneficial to do. Tennis, Golf, soccer, basketball, football, any sport that I'm aware of for the most part, you would benefit from running. So I always felt really good about running because I was like, this can translate into being a benefit towards anything, 
to be a good runner on whatever level or using running to improve your endurance or your speed or whatever. And that's kind of how I feel about writing too. Like I don't ever want to lose that because I like doing it. And whether I do it for five, 10 minutes, whatever, it's something I enjoy doing, but it also feel like it clears my head. It gets my thoughts out. It allows me to think better. It allows me to get all the garbage out. So I'm not so angry and clustered and just stuffed full of crap. So it makes me a better person. It makes me a better father. It makes me a better person in a divorce. It makes me a better person all around. I am not perfect. I have many issues I am still working through and trying to trying to push through. And I like to emphasize that because by no means am I walking around thinking like, look how good I am because I can't even look at my daughter's mom 99.9% of the time. I don't talk to her 99.5% of the time. And when I do, I don't look at her, which is why those numbers are a little different. I want to get better at that. I assume once I'm away from her and not dealing with her every day, because I don't hate her. I, I've gotten to a much better place of where I'm at with this. And it's not being pissed and angry and hurtful towards her is only going to hurt me in the long run. And I don't want to give her that power over me. I don't want her shenanigans to make me a bitter, angry, hurtful person. So... So I don't let her do that and I have been able to like steer out of arguments and like crappy comments and just whatever, but I can get better. <laughs> so, and I'm aware of that, but it's all a work in progress. So, so no resolutions on that. I am just continuing where I have been at. I will continue to be where I'm at, whether today was a new year or not a new year. And that's just kind of what I want to pass off is my recommendation would be don't make a resolution just and don't wait a day don't wait two days don't not do something because of whatever just do it because you are pulling it out of yourself to do it you are finding that spark that light that guidance that motivation within you to say okay i want to improve something in my life and these are the things i feel i can do to start doing that and then figure it out and modify it and change it but give yourself something to do and make it about you and not a date and not people challenging you or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I took a really horrible situation and five years of crap to get to where I was at. So there's usually a catalyst or something, but it was a choice I made to take one path versus another that was tied to the situation I was in. And... I feel like if I had said, okay, this happened, so on May 30th, I'm going to start doing X, that I wouldn't. I did it when I said I needed to do it, and it started that day. So that's kind of my thoughts around that. I have a lot of other things I wrote, and I have my notebook, which I do not have on me right now, with other thoughts and things I could have shared. Um, but I don't want to make this one too long since I'm kind of um, rambling a little bit-ish and here and sharing my thoughts. But anyway, I want to say I hope everybody had a nice holiday. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Um, smile a little bit more. I love that scene at the end of Scrooge with Bill Murray where he's just like, go out and give a blanket and smile a little more and be happy and you can have this feeling every day. And if you have this feeling every day, you'll want this feeling every day. And that sticks with me a lot too. And I just rewatched that movie obviously a couple weeks ago given the season. But that's a really great ending in a movie and a really great point and if if you have, like, it doesn't have to be Christmas to be nice. It doesn't have to be December to be nice. It doesn't have to be January to change your life or to say, now I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. Like, 
once you get this feeling, once you get these results, you want them every day and you can find the thing that works for you to get the feeling or or change that you want. And so whether it's January or July, you, once you get it, you want it and I want it. So, and I've worked really hard to get it and I'm still working hard to get it. So that is my uh, podcast for today, Tuesday, January 1st, 2019. And I hope everybody uh, has a good week and I will be back next Tuesday, hopefully this time on time. Thank you very much. Goodbye.